Coming up tonight, gunned down, a father is dead and his teenage daughter in hospital. The early morning shooting happening as the pair were headed to church. Plus, strapped for cash, the opposition leader is questioning what he calls a slew of measures to pull money from the public. And later, partnership with a purpose, hundreds in the inner city community treated to a free breakfast at the annual 100 Hearts giveaway. We've got the details for this heartwarming initiative and so much more as our news weekend starts now. This is our news weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Megan Shepard. An early morning double shooting has left a father dead and his daughter in hospital. Police say the deadly shooting happened as he was picking up the teen to attend church. In a tragic turn of events, a peaceful Sunday morning quickly turning into a nightmare. Just after 7 this morning, police were called to the Wilton Tracts area just off Cordo Avenue. There, they met the body of a 35-year-old man slumped over in his truck after he and his 16-year-old daughter were ambushed by two gunmen while they were preparing to head to church. On the scene was police press liaison, Chrislyn Skippings. He came and collected his daughter to take her to church. As he pulled off from the residence, the small silver vehicle pulled alongside. Two males exited that vehicle, opened fire on the truck, which resulted in a male who's 35 years of age and a 16-year-old daughter being shot. The male succumbed to his injuries on scene. The female, she was taken to hospital. What present her condition is unknown. Also noticeably present at the early morning scene, acting coroner Cara Turnquestavo. Police say the teen victim was on her way to church where she is a musician. The shooting comes after a 15-year-old boy was gunned down outside his home a week ago. So can you imagine now, young musician with so much potential to help contribute to this country on a way to church by some senseless, careless act of two young men, men who are supposed to be protecting women, is now in hospital fighting for her life. With this shooting pushing the murder count to 27, police are making this appeal. Family members, girlfriends, Godfathers, don't allow the blood to be on your hands. You need to come and provide us with the intel so that we can remove those two individuals from our streets. A 39-year-old man is dead tonight following a fatal crash on Queens Highway in Hatchet Bay, Eleuthera. According to police, shortly after 7 a.m., a man driving a white and black 650-horsepower Suzuki dual-sport motorcycle reportedly lost control and was thrown from the motorcycle, the victim sustaining head injuries. Responding officers found him unresponsive in nearby bushes. The local doctor and the medical team on the island pronounced him deceased on scene. The serious accident reconstruction team from the traffic division in New Providence will be conducting investigations into this incident. 
Meantime, Financial Secretary Simon Wilson says the government is looking at ways to strengthen state-owned enterprises. It comes after the Prime Minister revealed that some state-owned enterprises are millions in debt. In Parliament on Wednesday, the Prime Minister revealed that figure stands at $104.5 million. Wilson says the plan is to focus on governance. Improving governance of these institutions, making the board stronger, more aware, through training and so forth, as well as looking at ways of leveraging relationships to get lower costs. Meantime, the Free National Movement believes the Davis administration is cash-strapped, despite their touting that government revenue is on the rise. It comes as the government looks to sell properties with delinquent property taxes. Leader Michael Pintard is questioning what he calls a slew of measures to pull money from the public. We believe Bahamians ought to pay their bills. So if you have real property tax, the government has a right to uh, seek to get those funds. The problem with the government saying publicly their intention is then to sell persons' properties in order to get the funds, a couple of things would be of concern to us. One, will this government, this government, the Davis-led administration, behave in an ethical way? Would they make sure that we've done a proper evaluation of, of the property? You have exhausted every conceivable um, option in order to collect the funds. Pintart says taking someone's property should be the last resort. On Thursday, Financial Secretary Simon Wilson revealed that real property tax is one of the government's major revenue sources. As government moves a full steam ahead in this initiative, Pintart says the Davis administration must be transparent and fair. We don't expect to have exceptions. We don't expect, we don't expect a couple of your prominent supporters to get a bligh and then others uh, raked over the coal. The, and, and one of the things that concerns us, in case people think we, this just comes out of nowhere, help us understand how some powerful peps, politically exposed persons, can get a bligh on the money they borrowed from the Baham Bank of the Bahamas that ends up in resolve. Well, hundreds of inner city residents from Centerville and surrounding areas taking advantage of the first Labor on the Blocks job fair for the year. This partnership between Centerville MP Jomo Campbell and the Ministry of Labor is a continuation of the ministry's mission to connect Bahamians with employment opportunities. Campbell says he remains committed to serving the community that elected him and helping residents support themselves through gainful employment. As a member of parliament, sometimes you could get distracted with what goes on your work at the ministry level. But you have to remember that, you know, we're here to serve the people, the people who put you in power. And that's what we want to do. And so when you walk around the community and you hear their needs, we simply react. Sometimes we have to pivot. Sometimes the needs may be environmental issues, cleaning, rats, rodents, derelict vehicles. But today, the issue is unemployment. And so we want to tackle it head on. Public Employment Services Unit Manager Simone Thurston says the turnout was impressive, but urges more residents to be proactive in seeking assistance from the ministry. Thurston invites residents to use the department's website or visit in person at their Carmichael and Robinson Road locations or their Rosetta Street headquarters. We have a job site, jobseekers.bahamas.gov.bs, and persons can log on to that website at any time and search our web 
for employment opportunities. Our offices are open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 4, and we are there to assist persons anytime. Well, lots more news still to come tonight, but first, Ian McKinsey checks in from the Weather Center with your first look at temperatures. Ian. Thanks, Megan. Good evening, Bahamas. Welcome to our Sunday evening forecast. We're currently outside our studios. We're under mostly clear skies with a temperature of 70. Winds are from the north at 7 miles per hour. Comfortable feels like temperature of 71. Current temperatures across the country at this time in our nation's second city, Freeport. We have 68, 69 in Alistair, Bimini. 71 in Nichols Town, set of 70s in the capital, Governor's Harbor and Marsh Harbor, 72 in Great Harbor Key. In the central Bahamas, continuing those 71s in Camp Bay as well as Arthurstown, Kid Island, 73 in Georgetown, Exuma, 74 in Deadman's Key, and 69 in Coburn Towns in Salvador. In the southeast Bahamas, 73 in Duncantown, Ragged Island, set of 74s in Colonel Hill, Delectable Bay, and Abraham's Bay, Meguana, 77 in Matthewtown, and 75 in Providentialis, Turks, and Caicos. First look now at our satellite and radar imagery at this time. Not much to talk about. Just a weak frontal boundary just north of us. High pressure dominating elsewhere. Weak frontal boundary in the southeast Bahamas that pushed through our area on yesterday. That's your first look at weather. Stay tuned. The extended forecast is still to come. When our news weekend comes back from the break, a call to action, a national crime consulting urging residents to show some principle and lead by example. Plus, a first-hand account, a businessman and former inmate is calling for prison reform. Hear his story and plead to government when our news weekend returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. crime consultant in the Ministry of National Security, Carlos Reed, continuing to use his voice and own life experiences to stand against violence in the country. Reed says one of the biggest issues we're facing today is getting young people to understand that their actions have a resounding impact. When you make decisions, you have to think about the other family members. If you decide to join a gang, if you decide to go there go mess with somebody else, then you got to think about the consequences that you're going to bring to your doorsteps. Reed also admonishing young men and women to seek God and their purpose. He says following the crowd or succumbing to peer pressure can no longer be the status quo. You are the sum total of the choices that you make, not what other people make. This ain't the season for you to be liking man, uh, trying to be accepted by other people. You got to know that you're important, that the God created you to be on planet Earth, to do something and do something uh, positive. So stop following man, stop liking man, and start to find out what is your purpose, why did God place you on planet Earth in this time and this season. And everybody gets something important that they was put on Earth to do. But his words of advice are not just for young people. Reed says adults must lead by example, simply telling them what to do without putting it into practice is not enough. When I was coming up, they always had like, even the older 
fellas that were in the area, even though they wasn't doing right, they wouldn't allow us to come along and hang with them. I believe it's time now in our country that we got to get back to principles. Allow children to be children. You got to set example for some of these kids. You can't be doing stupidness in the front of these kids and then expect them to make the right choices. We all have a tremendous responsibility and that is to be a light. Now there have been several cases for the year so far where innocent bystanders were shot or killed. Reed has this message for those offenders. Look here, if you was a talk out there, we got our principles, man. You can't believe that life is just about you. We got to have respect for, like, parents. We got to have respect for these kids. We can't allow the war, what we perpetrating, to be able to become these young people who didn't have no part in this war to become a part of this war. Let's stop killing innocent people just because you can't get along with somebody. Well, Grand Bahamian Kenyatta Lewis is calling for better conditions within the prison system. Lewis is a husband, a father, and a business owner, but he's also a former inmate. He claims back in 2012, he gave a woman a car ride, but shortly after that car ride, he was arrested and charged with attempted rape. While Lewis maintains his innocence, he was found guilty of the crime in 2013 and was sentenced to 15 years in prison. His time was subsequently reduced to seven years and Lewis was released in 2018. He admits jail took a toll on him and he says prison didn't do anything to prepare him for life after prison, adding that more rehabilitation is needed in the prison system. Especially with incorporating the family. Incorporating the family uh, is very important so the family would be able to accept you because it's all about, I mean, it's all in well-being released, but you know, sometimes you're going back home to a family. And it has to be some people who would know how to accept you, who would know your mindset, you know, um, where you could bring them up to speed with what's happening on the outside, what's happening on the outside, what's happening home in the house. He's also calling on the powers that be to work on bettering the conditions within the prison. You can't teach a man to be normal when you have him living like an animal, you know. So it starts with the conditions and then a lot of rehabilitation or just in trying to get him adjusted to the outside and plus equipping, equipping them to work, uh, to be ready to stand on their own when they get on the outside and like I said, incorporating the family in it. In the wake of mounting humanitarian crisis, Lend a Hand Bahamas is a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing aid to those in need. But now they need your help. The organization was formed back in 2014 to address the growing need for more opportunities and activities for children in the over-the-hill communities. Recently, board member Shalay Farrington and other members stood outside the House of Assembly to make their appeal. We're expanding our capacity to assist the children who do not have the finances, they do not have, they cannot leave the community in the afternoons because they're also caring for the younger, their younger siblings. They have chores within the household. Many are being redirected to work and assist the family, which is often the mother or maybe both providers in providing for the family so that they can even eat. They always have a choice they have to make. Do we pay rent? Do we pay our light bill? Do we eat? Do we send our children to school? Yes, school is free, but you have to remember that school really is not free for these families that struggle every day. Still to come, Ian McKenzie is back in the Weather Center with your extended weather forecast. Plus, 
Spring training starts again and the Bahamas gets primed for their rematch against Puerto Rico. Hang on, our sports is up next. Welcome back. Baseball returns and Team Bahamas returns to the court. Here is Tage Adderley with our sports weekend. Thanks, Megan. Good evening. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the special weekend edition of Our Sports. I'm Tage Adderley. As of the end of last season, Jazzism was the only Bahamian in Major League Baseball. He got his first spring training reps in yesterday. The Miami Marlins started spring training without their star center fielder beating the St. Louis Cardinals 9-8. Jazz had surgery in October to remedy a turf toe injury he sustained in May of last year, going all out to make a catch on the warning track. He's been with the team at their spring training facility in Jupiter, Florida, participating in batting practice and drills while recovering from the injury. The team says the speedy outfielder's rehab is going according to plan and he's expected to be in the lineup on March 28th when they open up their season against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The baseball is a long season, but stay with us because you know our sports will have the best coverage. Now we're headed back to the hardwood. The Bahamas has a chance to complete the sweep of Puerto Rico tonight. Team Bahamas will have a chance to win their second straight against Puerto Rico in pool play for the 2024 FIBA America Cup. Team 242 already beat PR behind 20 points and 6 assists from lead guard Dominic Bridgewater, with Cantuan Smith adding 17 and 5. They'll have the chance to complete the sweep against Puerto Rico in front of a home crowd right here in New Providence at the Kendall G. L. Isaacs Gymnasium. Now that game tips off in just a couple of minutes, so if you want to get out there and cheer for the Bahamas, you still can. We are all done with sports for today. I'm Tage Adley. Have an amazing week. Thanks so much, Tage. On the other side of this break, the orange economy on Grand Bahama continues to shine bright. We'll tell you all about it when our news weekend returns. time when so many negative issues are plaguing the country. Two organizations are banding together to do good in one over-the-hill community. Our Sasha Lightborn visited the Baintown community and has this report. Owners of Nothing But a Number, also known as Anban, a luxury decor company, decided to put down the balloons, draping, and tinsel to feed over 100 people with breakfast Saturday morning. The event took place at Mother Butler Park in the Bain and Grand Sound community, and this is the third consecutive year. Owner Ashley Pratt Laramore. We continue to do it because outside of just being a company that provides beautiful decor for events. We definitely believe in community as well. And as a pillar of service, um, we continue to try to have events that serve um, as a blessing to the community. Outside of like the regular um, t-shirt drives, we want to be able to give back in a substantial way um, through breakfast this year, as well as we added on the grocery give back as well. We have packed 50 gift bags today and we hope that we, well, we've already started to give some out already, but definitely we want to be able to do 100, um, but bigger and better next year. Ashley's mom also got a group of friends together to help. They call themselves the Patio Ladies. We are a group of ladies that was formed so that um, 
we can come together, share ideas, uh, have a little bit of fun, let our hair down, uh, get away from the whole idea of being in the motherhood and the wifehood and just have some fun. I, I felt a need to really reach out and help people in our community. And I knew that this area was one of those areas where we could really reach out and, and assist the persons who live in this area. We also caught up with two residents in the community who were grateful for the outpouring of love. They come out here, they see people that are in need, they help us out when we're in need and we need to get what we need to get. They come out here with clothes, they come out here with food, they come out with the word of God and they help us out. Every Sunday, we help someone bring us food to God's grace. Today though, this group is tremendously out there, I mean they're dangerous. We have food, you can get two or three food, they have bikes, and then you are you get like 500 people here. It's not that much, but you know what I mean? You're really, so early in the morning, you're really well prepared for us. Now that's something we don't see much of. Like, it's a lot of love over here, miss. A lot of love right here. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. Well, as we wind down our newscast, it is also time to wind down the weekend. And to help you plan your work week weather-wise, Ian McKenzie has your extended forecast. Thanks, Megan. Welcome back, everyone. Here's a look now at your extended forecast where we have high pressure in complete control. Expect stable conditions throughout the area pretty much most of the week. Take a look now at a boating forecast in the northwest and central area. Winds north to northeast 10 to 15 seas, 2 to 4, but up to 5 feet offshore. High tide at 8.37 p.m. tonight, low tide at 2.46 a.m. tomorrow morning. For the southeast Bahamas, we have a caution in effect for your boaters. Winds will be northeast to east at 15 to 20, seas 4 to 6 feet over the ocean. Here's a look now at your national forecast. And in your extended forecast, expect mostly sunny, stable conditions pretty much through most of the week. We're looking at your highs in the mid to upper 70s with your low temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. That's a rocking evening forecast. Make it a great, safe, fun night, everyone. Thanks, Ian. Eight Bahamian playwrights and TV filmmakers from across four islands have made it into the finals of the Star Film Institute competition's 2023-2024 season. Now the time has come for Bahamians to see those special projects showcased in both Grand Bahama and New Providence. President of the Star Film Institute, Corel Pinder. We're doing the Playwright Competition in Grand Bahama at the Regency Theater this Saturday, February 24th. And tickets are only $30. They're at 17 and online at the islanddreamsmanagement.com and Star Film Events. And then also in Nassau, we are doing a TV showcase next week, Saturday, which is March 2nd at the University of the Bahamas. Tickets are $20 for general and $30 for VIP. And those can be found at Suntime in the Marathon Mall. And then we have our awards gala at the Balmoral Club, 8 p.m. on Sunday, March 3rd. So we're so excited to bring to conclusion the last eight months of working with these producers. All sounds so exciting. Thank you so much for joining us for our news weekend. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Megan Shepard. Have a safe and wonderful evening.